What's up, my fellow humans? Welcome into another edition of the J-Man Sports Podcast. Glad to be here. On this episode, we will discuss the Major League Baseball season as it is one week in. Uh, what I like and dislike about both the Blue Jays and the Tiger seasons thus far. Also, we will discuss the incident that happened between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to remind you that you can stay connected to this podcast via our social media pages, Facebook, J-Man Sports, Instagram, J-Man Sports Podcast, Twitter at J-Man Sports Pod. You can now also email us at our wonderful email address of jmansports at gmail.com. That's jmansports at gmail.com some really early 2000s jazz going on with the social media and now the the emailing but uh um trying to trying to give you the best to reach us here at jman sports let's get into the major league baseball season a lot happened this week uh you had the marlins cancel uh, a few games actually virtually the entire week um, because as of right now, 20 players and coaches have contracted COVID-19 for the Miami Marlins. Um, after their opening series with the Phillies, it happened in Philadelphia. The Phillies also canceled a couple of series. They canceled against the New York Yankees, and they also canceled against the Toronto Blue Jays as well. As a couple of their home staff members have con- also contracted COVID. I really hope that this, this makes guys realize that you can't just be lazy. There are... There are actually consequences for your actions. Don't you, you can't go out in the town just because. And if you do, wear a mask, do all your uh, protocols because this isn't like the NBA and the NHL where they have a bubble because you're traveling to different cities and all of this. And with baseball, so I really hope that that especially I'm really hoping that the young players understand because I think the veteran players would understand. Um, but I really hope that it's the young players that, that get it, that, Hey, you're taking paychecks from these, from these guys. I mean, I know that the Phillies and the Yankees, uh, and the Nationals, I believe, uh, the games who kind of all canceled with, um, they're getting paid. I don't for sure know about the Marlins. I would assume that the Marlins would be getting at least paid a portion of their salaries, um, but this is a really serious issue, um, and these guys need to take it seriously because these leagues can do whatever they want. They, they can put in whatever protocols they want, but it, it's got to be a, a player. you got to have the players police it, right? Nothing's going to happen unless players actually start talking to other players. Um, we also had the announcement that um, doubleheaders for just this season, uh, each doubleheader game, uh, will only last seven innings, which makes sense for this year as they're trying to play 60 games in 66 days. So you're cramming in a lot of games in a short amount of time. Um, so it makes sense as to why you would go seven innings. Um, also, um, that new rule now um, that in extra innings, there will now be to lead off the inning, there will be a guy at second base. Um I think this adds strategy. Um, I think it's really interesting to watch. I really hope that it doesn't really stay around. I like it for this year. I really hope it does not get adopted into the postseason um, because I just, I don't know, I'm not not a huge fan of it. I I like the strategy component. I like how it adds strategy back into the game after taking away uh, that whole NL, um, the whole NL type of game with the pitchers hitting. they're taking that away. I do like it 
from that standpoint, but it's not one of my favorites. Again, maybe I'm just an old soul and I just really like the old school baseball. I don't know, maybe. Um, but it is interesting to watch. Um, and I think that's all that's happened in Major League Baseball. Again, it's only one weekend. Uh, last weekend was the first actual weekend of baseball. And now, coming up here on the August-long weekend, this is the second weekend of baseball. Uh, we've watched the Blue Jays and the Tigers play. And there's been a couple things that I've liked from both teams, a couple things that I don't like as well. We'll start off with the Blue Jays. Uh, with the Blue Jays, this is my best Buck Martinez impression. I used to really do a good Buck Martinez impression. Now I don't. I just, I do, I, his, his voice used to annoy me, but now I actually like it, so, I don't know. It's just one of those, just now I associate it with Blue Jays baseball. I don't know. I, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a good one, but it's going to stick. I'm going to definitely keep on working on it. But anyways, um, so from the Blue Jays, what I've actually liked, their pitching has been actually surprisingly decent. Like, it actually has been. I mean, uh, Pearson's debut the other night, that painting with 99 miles an hour, that's... Um, but their starting pitching has been surprisingly fairly good through the first, um, few games, um, to start the season. Again, it's a small sample size. I still don't like their starting pitching. Really still don't like their bullpen. Their bullpen, I don't think, has been all that great, which is something I don't like about the Blue Jays. They don't like, I don't like their bullpen. Um, and, I mean, their lineup, their lineup has done all right. Um... Again, they're over 500. They're trying to make it to the postseason. Um, their lineup has been all right, but I still, I don't know, I feel like still some of their younger hitters are pressing, and that I think is worrisome if you're a Blue Jays fan um, because you don't, in a shortened season, you want to make it to the postseason. There's expectations that the Blue Jays could have made it to the postseason um, before this whole COVID thing. Now you're trying to make the postseason with a bunch of young guys. It I just really hope that, that they don't press too hard um, and that they relax a little bit, have better at-bats, um, and play some better defense. Um, but I, there's a lot to like with the Blue Jays right now, uh, especially with that starting pitching. You know, it just... It, I, I've, been, I've been thoroughly surprised. I will fully admit with that. On the flip side with the Tigers, look, obviously what's been impressive has been their bullpen. Their bullpen has been the most impressive um, you know, again, Jose Cisnero and uh, Gregory Soto, Buck Farmer, and Joe Jimenez have been the real lockdown guys. Tyler Alexander, the long man out of the bullpen, has also been uh, pretty good. Brian Garcia has also been okay uh, coming out of the bullpen for the Tigers. Um, a couple of guys have struggled. Kyle Funkhauser the other night, his debut was not very good. Awesome stash, though. Um, Got to give him 10 out of 10 for the stash. Uh, but his debut was not very good. But uh, he came out um, the other night, and his second appearance was a much better. Uh, he he was struggling to find that strikeout pitch when he needed it to Salvador Perez, but he, he's he got a wicked slider. Uh, he, he threw it to Salvador, a really good one, and he's got a good slider. He's He's got some, some good zip on the fastball. Uh, zip, like, look at me talking. I'm old here. Um... So I'm hoping that maybe he could turn it around. Uh, obviously, Bo Burrows uh, wasn't wasn't the greatest debut. Hope we can see some improvement with him. But overall, the bullpen has been has been pretty good uh, so far this season. What I haven't liked, really, um, the starting pitching. 
uh, has been just kind of atrocious, really. Uh, I mean, Yvonne Nova and Spencer Turnbull. Yvonne Nova's second start was really good. and was pretty good. And uh, Spencer Turnbull's first start was pretty good. After that, I mean, Fulmer struggled through his, t- uh, what, two, three innings that he pitched. Boyd has struggled through two starts. I mean, Ronnie Garcia pitched okay in, in the opener. Uh, it was, again, their bullpen that pitched well in that game. Um, but they're starting pitching again. They're decimated already with injuries uh, at, with their with their rotation. Um, so I'm hoping to hopefully we see Casey Mize this weekend. I mean, he'd, he'd be better than an opener, right? And right now with Fulmer, you're not going to really extend him probably really until late in the year, if you even do it this year. Um, so you already kind of have that opener with Fulmer. If you get two openers in your rotation, once once the rosters go down to 26, you're not going to have that many that many bullpen pitchers. So you're going you're to tax out your bullpen, and you don't want to really tax it early in a short season. So I have not been impressed with the starting pitching, and also really they're hitting. I mean... Really, it's been two guys, Scope and Jacoby Jones, that have really done the majority of the hitting. I mean, Cabrera hit two home runs the other night, which was nice to see. But he's got four hits on the year. Three of them are home runs, which is nice. If he keeps that up, uh, you know, he might actually get to the 25 home run mark this year or whatever he needs to um, uh, get to the 500 mark for his career. Um, but C.J. Crone, after the opening weekend, he he had just some terrible at-bats. I mean, Candelario, some of his at-bats have just been just head-scratchers. And, you know, Christian Stewart, the same thing. And those are your uh, your four, five, and six hitters, you know. Um, so, really, the lineup has struggled. Really, they've gotten timely hitting. You do not want to base your season off of just magic. So, uh, really, I mean, I know a lot of fans are overreacting to the Tigers' start of the year because they're over 500. And people are like, well, who would have thought the Tigers would have been over 500? Well, I, if, if you would have asked me before the season, they had a good chance to be over 500. I don't consider the Reds to be all that great of a team, though a lot of people do. And the Royals aren't really that great either. So, yeah, they should be around the 500 mark to start the season. I still don't expect them to make the postseason. Um, and I, I'm really hoping that the hitting gets better, and I'm really hoping the starting pitching gets better, especially with uh, Matthew Boyd. I mean, he is just he has struggled, but hey, two starts into the season. Let's hope that we've seen. The good thing is we have seen him pitch well, and so we know what he's capable of. So hopefully he can't get much worse from uh, how he's been pitching. So that's kind of what I've liked and what I dislike from both the Blue Jays and the Detroit Tigers. You can stay connected to this podcast via our social media pages. Facebook, J-Man Sports. Instagram, J-Man Sports Podcast. Twitter, at J-Man Sports Pod. And now you can email us at jmansports at gmail.com. That's jmansports at gmail.com. J-Man Sports, we talk any and all things sports. Moving on to the Dodgers and the Houston Astros. If you don't remember... These two matched up in 2017 uh, in the World Series. That was the same year that the Astros also cheated. Um, It came out just before spring training that the Houston Astros uh, had a scandal that season in the 2017 year where they would uh, have a camera that would film the signs of opposing 
uh, of the opposing teams when the opposing teams were pitching to the Astros, and then that would be relayed to the dugout, and the dugout would then uh, relay those signs to the batter via garbage cans. There's also alleged that there was possible use of a wire um, where it would be um, basically the camera operator could buzz one of the players to tell them what was coming, whether it be fastball, curveball, change, whatever uh, was coming. Um, what happened through this, though, was Major League Baseball did not want to do their job. Did I say that? Was that my outside voice? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, Major League Baseball, sorry, they did their job so spectacularly um, where they gave the players immunity uh, from getting punished because they wanted them to give honest and truthful testimonies Um Total BS in my opinion, but anyways. Uh, so the players did not get punished for this, though it, the report was stated that this was a player-driven event, but anyways. Uh, but A.J. Hinch, former manager of the Houston Astros, and Jeff Lunau, former GM of the Houston Astros, were each suspended for a year and subsequently fired. Um, and the team was also fined $5 million. That's it. Title was not stripped, players were not suspended, and oh, here's another thing that Major League Baseball did, because they got pushed back by a bunch of their players um, in the normal spring training, that uh, Dusty Baker asked them, the now manager of the Astros, asked Major League Baseball to protect his players, and Major League Baseball accepted and basically said, if you decide you're going to hit these Houston Astros, you are going to get punished. Total and utter BS, in my opinion. Total, utter BS. In my honest-to-goodness opinion. Like, seriously. It frustrates me every time. Um, so I can't watch the Astros. I just, I can't. I tried the other night and I, it just, it, it bothered me. But anyways, uh, so what happened, um, in actually the game that I was watching, I didn't actually see it. I watched it before this moment, but Joe Kelly, who actually pitched for the Red Sox in 2017, who the Astros beat in that postseason, uh, he was on the mound and he, it was a 3-0 pitch. He'd got, he'd fallen behind Alex Bregman, who, Gave a weak apology during spring training, or before spring training, as did many of his teammates. Um, and so it was a 3-0 pitch, and Kelly throws a fastball 96 mile an hour behind him. Bregman didn't like it, but, you know, took his base. Cool, whatever. A little while later, uh, Carlos Correa is up, and Joe Kelly throws a breaking ball at him. Now, whether the breaking ball uh, was meant to actually be thrown behind him or not. I have no idea. In that subsequent at-bat, Carlos Correa ends up striking out, and there's some jawing between the players. And Joe Kelly has an amazing line that I'm not going to say um, after Correa's uh, swing and miss on the third strike uh, for the children at home. But you can go you can go look that up. Um, it's all over the, the interweb, so... You, you know, the children at home can, can go look that up, or their parents can. Um, but this kind of turned into a, like, brawl, people called it. It wasn't just 
guys got out of the dugout with their masks on, shouting at each other, probably, um, like, I, I don't know, I saw the masks were on, so that was, people think that they were spreading COVID, but I, I don't know, I saw masks on, but I'm not, I'm not going to speculate on that. Uh, so Major League Baseball decided they were going to hand down, they were, they were going to lay down the law uh, on this one. They gave Joe Kelly an eight-game suspension. Now, I'd like to remind you, he didn't actually hit anybody. Never hit anybody. He threw behind Bregman with a fastball, which was most likely intentional. And then a breaking ball was thrown behind Carlos Correa. Never hit anybody. So Joe Kelly got an eight-game suspension. Dave Roberts got a one-game suspension. And Dusty Baker got a fine. And I'm fairly certain he got a fine for also using some choice words uh, later in the inning, again, children, go look it up on the interweb if you would like to hear what was said. Um, this is an honest joke, in my opinion. And then, what's even more of a joke is looking and, and seeing um, articles that actually defend this. Like, Joe Kelly's eight-game suspension is, is an equivalent to a 22-game suspension in a regular 162-game schedule. And there's articles, like, there's an article uh, out by Bleacher Report and also an article out by The Ringer that support this. And, and, uh, in The Ringer article, they actually say that, they actually um, don't condemn what the Astros did. They basically say that, yeah, the Astros did something wrong, but baseball's boring, so it actually kind of helped baseball in a way. But what Joe Kelly did was completely wrong. What? I mean, obviously I'm paraphrasing, but like, what? What you talking about, Willis? Like, no. No. What the Astros did was wrong. How Major League Baseball handled the situation was wrong. I'm not, I don't like it that Joe Kelly, when he threw at Alex Bregman, it was close to his head. I don't agree with that. I totally don't, 100%. But to give a guy an eight-game suspension when he didn't hit anybody... He didn't hit anybody. I could see maybe giving him a fine. At the most. But they're saying because he was a repeat offender because back in 2018, he got into a... He, he, he threw at Tyler Austin, who was a member of the Yankees at the time, and because he was, and he got six games for that. So since he was a repeat offender, he got eight games now. Which... Eight is more than six, clearly, but when it's an equivalent to 22 games and he didn't even hit anybody, that's ridiculous. Like, I have no problem. The, the Dodgers were cheated out of a World Series. I will 100% say that, though, miraculously, the Astros had, a, like, a change of heart in the postseason, according to what the players said, is that they they, 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 they didn't cheat in the postseason. No, no, they didn't cheat in the postseason because... They didn't just do the thing that got them there. They just stopped once, once the postseason happened. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. Um, I, I think that th this, is, this is atrocious by Major League Baseball, what they did. Only they could handle the situation terribly. Like, yeah, the NFL handles a lot of situations terribly. 100% I agree with that. The NBA, Adam Silver is a more progressive commissioner. And, I mean, then there's just Gary Bettman and the NHL, which is its whole other mess of its own um but baseball seems to just always get it wrong lately like they just always seem to get it wrong 
Whether it be what happened with the Astros, whether it be the whole negotiation, the whole COVID negotiations that they had that were utterly terrible on the side of the owners, which is obviously who uh, Rob Manfred works for. I mean, he, his reign has just been awful thus far uh, as commissioner of Major League Baseball. I mean, I just, I, it blows my mind that somebody gets eight games for not hitting anybody. Like, I understand you don't want guys to brawl. You don't want this whole guy benches clearing. You don't want all that because of the whole COVID situation. And I understand that. And, yes, Major League Baseball did say that if there was a brawl or anything remotely like it, there would be punishment. But shouldn't you punish the entire teams, not just Joe Kelly? Like, do you not understand? Like, like the Astros play, like, it, it's like the Astros are the victims, they cheated. They cheated. A lot of the guys on the Dodgers were on the team in 2017. They cheated those guys out of a World Series. But somehow, the Astros players are victims, and the Dodgers are the actual like offenders in this situation. It just does not make sense to me. I, I want somebody to explain to me how this makes sense. Like I said, I don't, I, I don't, I don't condone throwing at the head. I don't like that. I'm definitely not for that. But he didn't hit anybody. We can't say, well, he threw out his head. Yeah, okay, maybe he did. But he didn't hit him in the head. He didn't hit Carlos Correa. So I don't understand what the big issue is. Why Joe Kelly gets an eight-game suspension. Obviously, he's appealing. And obviously, it should be less than eight games. To me, it's not even worth a suspension. But, anywho, it probably will get about maybe three, four games. But then when I read articles that defend this, like, honestly, Joe Kelly should be mayor of L.A. for what he did. Honestly. Like, I feel for Dodger fans, I feel for the Dodger players because they were cheated out of a World Series. And I understand that happened three years ago. Completely understand. But that doesn't take away the pain. The Dodgers have been so close so many times. It, does, it just doesn't take away the pain of losing a World Series. And also, possibly, they got cheated out of another World Series the next year in 2018. So, I, I don't know. I just, it, it bugged me, and I don't agree with it. And um, I, it just, I, I don't understand why Major League Baseball didn't do their job during the investigation. They wanted to get this done so fast. That's why they just granted the players immunity. You tell us what you tell us what you did, and you won't get punished. It's 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 like when you get punished, you know, at school, right? And nobody wants to confess to to who did it, and you got the principal coming in, and they're like, "If you just admit that you did it, you won't get punished." Everybody knows that that's BS. The the, the person is going to get punished somewhat. The punishment may just not be as severe. Major League Baseball didn't even punish these players. Like maybe what they did was they looked at them and said, "Wow, you guys really messed up." Okay, good luck this year. That's probably all they did. It just it it, it bothers me. It really it's and I I will not watch the Astros for the remainder of the season. And if the Astros make it to the postseason. I will not watch them. And if they make it to the World Series, I will not watch the World Series. And if they win the World Series, I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably just throw my remote at the TV and have to pay for a new TV. Probably. 
You can uh, join in on the conversation on anything discussed in this podcast via our social media pages, Facebook, JMN Sports, Instagram, JMN Sports Podcast, Twitter at JMN Sports Pod, and you can also email us at jmansports at gmail.com. That's jmansports at gmail.com. I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And don't worry, you definitely will be hearing from me soon. Thank you.